Hey, it's Candy. Did you know that I have a quiz to help coaches choose their niche? Yeah, I do. It's super popular and it has been taken more than 20,000 times. This is a fun quiz that takes you about two minutes to do and it will probably give you way more clarity on choosing your best coaching niche. So now whether you say niche or niche, it's going to work for you. And if you're a coach and you have been stuck in niche indecision, wondering what to do, then you should take my quiz and find out what you learn. You can take the quiz today at coachnichequiz.com. That's coachnichequiz.com. Okay, let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome to She Coaches Coaches. I'm your host, Candy Motzek, and I'm going to help you find the clarity, confidence, and courage to become the coach that you are meant to be. If you're a new coach, or if you've always wanted to be a life coach, then this is the place for you. We're going to talk all about mindset and strategies and how to, because step-by-step only works when you have the clarity, courage, and confidence to take action. Let's get started. Hi there, and welcome to this episode of She Coaches Coaches. Hey, I am so glad you're here today. Today, I'm doing something just a little bit different. Normally, I start an episode where I share a little bit about my life, what's going on day to day, but this time, I'm just going to dive right in. And that's because today I'm sharing 10 things you didn't know about me today. I'm feeling a little bit vulnerable doing that. And you know what? It's okay. If you're just joining me on this journey and you've never listened to my podcast before, let me fill you in. Normally, I teach and I talk and coach and support and guide you. Sometimes my topics are practical, how-to strategies. Other times, it's mindset, visioning, soul work. And then there are the interviews. I've been doing interviews with a few of my clients, friends, and peers. And this is fast becoming my favorite way of capturing an interesting discussion and sharing it with you. But today, I'm going to talk about me. I've been feeling the pull to get more connected with you. And I thought, well... Let's start with me sharing a bit more about myself. I trust that you're going to find this episode helpful, and you'll use it as a reminder that you and I are all on this journey together. You know, we've all got great successes and big mistakes in our lives. Sometimes we mess up, and that is life. My aim with this episode is that if you get to know me a little bit more, you too will feel more comfortable with yourself and more accepting of your own progress, your hopes, and your mistakes too. And you may even realize I'm exactly the coach and guide for you. I've decided to share the 10 things you may not know about me. So in no particular order, let's get started. I am an introvert. And when I say introvert, I mean like with a capital I and bold and a huge font. (laughs) So what does that mean? Well, for me, it means that I recharge my batteries with alone time. I love people and I thrive on coaching my clients, 
but too much socializing drains me. And you're often going to find me heading home early from a party. I am rarely the person who's going to stay with you until two in the morning. It's a weird combination, right? I love people, but too much drains me. This is one of the reasons that I love working one-on-one and in small groups. It's that connection piece for me, and it is energizing. Number two, I'm a homebody. While I thoroughly, I love to travel. Now, as I record this, we're in COVID times and lockdown, but normally I enjoy traveling so much, but I get homesick. I get homesick for my family, my dog, my space, my home at the end of the trip. I know so many laptop lifestyle entrepreneurs who love the idea of months of nomadic world travel, or maybe they get in an RV and travel around the country for a year while they're simultaneously working on their business. I am so happy for them, but I'm going to tell you that is just not me. Truthfully, when I fly back into Vancouver, that's the city that I live in. I get so excited to see the ocean and the mountains, and the trees, and to know that I am home. Number three, I meditate every morning. It doesn't matter what the day brings, what's on my schedule, how busy the day is. This is how I start my day, every single day. A few years ago, I burned right out. I had a big burnout. I'd just been working way too hard, too many hours, And I had no work-life balance. I had no boundaries. And I used to be on call 24-7. So I even slept with the phone in my bedroom, just in case there was an emergency in the middle of the night. And believe me, there often were nights where I would get calls and I'd have to get up three in the morning and do something to help with an emergency. But because of all that, I ended up burning out. And during my recovery, I learned how to meditate. This daily practice transformed my life. And I went from somebody who kind of dabbled in meditation to somebody who meditates every single day. I eagerly get up early every morning, usually around quarter after five, and I meditate before my day begins. It is truthfully my favorite time of the day. Now, there's no rule that says you have to meditate first thing in the morning but I found it's the best time for me. It keeps me centered and in tune with my authentic self. It makes me happier and contributes to my well-being too. Lots of people tell me they want to meditate, but they just can't do it. Like they just can't sit still enough. They can't slow their thoughts down. They can't quiet their mind. And I want to tell you that if that's you, it's not the goal to meditate to quiet your mind. I expect my thoughts to just chatter away. I expect to get restless. I expect to feel like, ah, I should be doing something constructive here instead of just sitting around. For me, meditation is the practice of being human, that human who has a busy mind and a restless body, and to notice when my focus drifts, when it drifts towards my thoughts and my day, and then I notice that is off the meditation, and I bring my focus back. It is not the silence, although I have to tell you at times that silence is great. It's the noticing 
of the busyness and kindly, compassionately bringing my mind back to focus over and over. The act of notice and redirect always is meditating for me. Number four, I am a type A overachiever. I work hard and I'm always pushing myself for more. I know that this isn't really the best habit, and I've taken so many steps to shift to a healthier way, but I want to be open and honest with you. This is something that I still work on. It drives my husband crazy, my relentless drive to work. I love working, and I love creating and accomplishing and achieving. And at the same time, I know that I will continue to find a better way, a more balanced way. I don't work weekends anymore, and I rarely work evenings. I am on the path to progress, not perfection. Number five, the furthest south I've ever been is Antarctica. And yes, I've also been to the Falkland Islands, and I rounded Cape Horn twice. Now, if you're not familiar with Cape Horn, it is one of the world's most treacherous pieces of water. I'll post the photo in the episode blog post, and you're going to see me looking out at the last frontier, the ice, the icebergs, the glaciers of Antarctica. And yes, it was amazing. And yes, it was a life-changing experience. If you ever get the chance to go there, don't hesitate, just go. Number six. The furthest north I've ever been is the town of Elsa, Yukon. It's a private mining town, and it's about 300 kilometers north of Anchorage, Alaska. Now, if you've ever been on an Alaska cruise, you'll know that they usually end or start in Anchorage. When I was young, I spent a summer around the Yukon, and I was there for the longest day of the year, more than 22 hours of daylight. It was an amazing experience. Number seven, I struggle with setting goals. I do it. Yeah, I set goals. I do it because it's important, but I still find it a challenge. It's because I want to do everything at once. So narrowing it down to just one or two main goals is a challenge for me. Now I know, really, I do get it, that I can do everything. I just can't do everything at once, but I'm still tempted to try. Number eight, I do an angel card reading every morning. It's part of my morning routine. And in one of these episodes, I will share my morning routine. But for now, you know, I meditate and I pull an angel card every morning. My favorite cards are Archangel Oracle Cards by Doreen Virtue. It's an old set, and I know she doesn't subscribe to this anymore, but I appreciate the guidance that I get from this deck of cards. I don't know what it is about these particular cards, but they just inspire me. It's a simple process. I pull a card, and then I look at the image, and I see what I see. What stands out for me? Is it the greenery, the halo, the book? or the overall look of the card. And then I ask, what does this mean for me today? Number nine, I'm an engineer. It's funny, isn't it? Each of us is a collection of contradictions. It's true. 
I have a tough time explaining how I can be a scientific, logical engineer who used to be a senior leader in the corporate world. And I also rely heavily on my intuition and I read angel cards every morning. I find this contradiction is interesting. It makes me curious. Our culture values logic, data, and the things that we can prove scientifically. And at the same time, I know there are so many things that we can't explain yet, probably because we haven't designed the equipment sensitive enough for us to measure them. And why do we need to explain everything? Maybe we can just welcome the mystery. Welcome those contradictions in yourself. The sum of all those pieces makes you, you. And finally, number 10, my office is a she shed. Yeah, I said that, a she shed. I will put a photo in the blog post for this episode too, so you can have a look at it. It's 120 square feet. It's filled with windows. And I look over the farm fields with the trees in my backyard. It is my own little oasis. My desk is in there, my computer. This is where I coach from. This is where I record this podcast from too. And you know what? I love this little she shed. It is so fun. And I feel so fortunate and grateful to have it. So leave me a comment. Would you like to work in a she shed too? I'd love to hear from you. So that's it for my 10 things. Let me repeat them for you just before we wrap up. Number one, I'm an introvert. Number two, I'm a homebody. Number three, I'm a type A overachiever. Number four, the furthest south I've been is Antarctica. Number five, the furthest north I've been is Elsa, Yukon. Number six, I meditate every day. Number seven, I pull an angel card every morning. Number eight, I struggle with narrowing down my goals. Number nine, I'm an engineer. And number 10, my office is a she shed. So that's it. And I have to tell you guys, I'm so appreciative that you're here and that you're part of my community. Now, if you want more help in becoming a coach, check out the link in the episode notes to find out how to apply to work with me. And don't forget to sign up for my free resource library. It is filled with all kinds of PDFs and quizzes and videos and tools that you can use to get started. It's called the Coaches Online Business Academy. All you have to do is click the link in the episode notes to sign up today. All right, that's it for today, everyone. Again, I'm so thankful that you spent this time with me and I'll be back to talk to you again next week. Thanks again for listening today. Please hop on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Also, I would love to hear from you. Did something that I say resonate? What else would you like to learn about? Click the link in the player and leave a comment on the post. This is going to give me great ideas for future episodes so I can help you best. Join me again next week for more coaching, support, and teaching to help you become the confident coach you are meant to be.